Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. Today is March 1st. How are we like whipping through these months already? Oh, I know. I know. You this know? is this is like a a big anniversary for you. Yesterday. Yeah, I, yeah yesterday I had 32 years 32 clean. 32 years. And, and you know the funny thing is is I I uh I looked at the date a couple of times or writing down the date for a couple, you know, whatever I yeah. was doing, I had to sign some things and Wrote down the date. Didn't even didn't even click. My sister texted me at like uh, I don't know five o'clock ish and said uh, something about thirty two and I went huh I said huh <laughs> and she said your anniversary you you know I'm saying you don't but she said your anniversary and I it completely so. That's where our train of thought is with this all this wackiness going on in the world. Oh, I know, I know, because yeah. that's so important. Everybody always keeps track of it to a big degree. Um, today's just as important. Oh, the I day know, before I know. was, yeah. I mean, I'm that, trying to remember. I think I came to your 20 year celebration 12 years ago. Would have to have been. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did because I remember that was a big milestone too. Yeah, I mean it's 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 nuts when. When you look back, like on days like this, the only significance that has for me is um, is to reflect back to, you know, um, it's crazy. 32 years. Right. That's a lifetime. It is a lifetime. Yeah. It, it definitely is a lifetime. Yeah. And, and um, I don't know. You know, I mean, it's definitely... Definitely, um, for someone who is not physically sitting at 32 years clean and sober, um, that's like, that's like, whoa, like awe, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just another day. It's what we do. It's what we're supposed to, Right. It's it's normal life, but you didn't have normal life. 32 no, two years I, and a few days ago. Yeah, I had a, a friend of mine in the, uh, in the, that I was in the Marine Corps with, um, post something saying, you know, congratulations. And, uh, it was a rocky road, but you walked through it and here you are and you know, whatever. And, and I responded back saying, um, Oh, he said, I didn't know that you could count past 10. So, so I said, got all the way up to thirty-two. Yeah, I said, well, it's. I said, it's amazing what you can do when you're clean and sober. I said, like, like have a memory of us being in Havelock Park in North Carolina, drunk off, drunk off our tails, you know, and um, being able to appreciate that today because it got me to where I am today. Right, you know. it was still when I was in the Marine Corps. It was still, uh, it was still fun. It hadn't become a, uh, it hadn't become a job or a burden. Then, it it took when I got out for that to happen. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, you know, I'm just grateful that I'm here today and that I can be able to, 
you know, be counted as a productive member of society. Well, and you, you have another kind of miraculous thing, too. You just became a grandpa again. Yeah. And just think you wouldn't have been able to enjoy that. Well, it wouldn't have happened, but right. yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, um, all these things that just because you made that decision or reached that saturation. You know, there, there were days, yeah, reached that saturation point. There were days when, you know, I think that the decision was made for me. Because I couldn't get out of my own way. You know, like I, I think I woke up on February 28th, 1989, and um, there was some form of divine intervention because I, I don't always like to say that, but um, something happened that day that living became a little bit more important than existing or even ultimately dying you know and um i don't know if 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 we could find out exactly what that is that happens maybe we could point people in that to that to you know what i mean right yeah i've yeah. often thought about that you know i told you i, I expected the lightning bolt to the head oh mm. i made a decision i'm not going to do this yeah. anymore were and, you were you actually in a maybe, rehab or a detox no, that was no. I, well, I went that day, February twenty eighth. Oh, I, 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 <clears throat> I mean, where did you wake up? That in the park. In the park. Okay. Yeah. You woke up in the park and opened yeah. your eyes. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know where I was that night. It's I don't know. <laughs> well, I know you had that park bench that, that was yours. Yeah. Well, mine and everybody else's. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, uh, you had yeah. your bench and. Um, so you, you wake up there and you decide you're going to detox? Well, no. I, I, um, to, to, I, would have to, I would have to give it a little bit of a clarifying thought in order to, to remember what the process was. But I do remember that my, my family, like just prior to, gave me the 900th intervention. And... Right. Um, you know, and I don't know if at that point I just said, all right, I'll just call. And they said, we have a bed available tomorrow or Thursday or whatever day it was that February 28th was on. And, um, you know, I was there appeasing my, my people again and something happened. But something had to have happened that day in order for me to have a different mindset um to one walk through that door right and two although i walked through the door time and time right prior um but to come out the other side a little bit having having a little bit different um understanding of where what i wanted to do so you know, is something clicked in your brain? Or? No, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't necessarily know if it was a click or, or what it was, but living came a little, became a little bit more important than existing and, and ultimately dying. And, and, you know, that's, a, um, th th that's not a mindset that I had. So something had happened. So 
if is that a lightning bolt moment? I, I don't know. Um, but it wasn't like, you know, yeah, and some people, that you get. yeah, but some people say that that's what happened to that. It happens right. to them. And not many though, not many. No, I mean, that never really, uh, that I can remember happened to me, but I do know that, um, that day something, my, my train of thought changed and, um, Living became a little bit more, excuse me, a little bit more important than dying. And that's that's really interesting. Do you think it was because your family had come? And no, 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 no. I, I mean, I, I think I was, I think I was at that saturation point, like I said, and it was all like a uh, uh, perfect storm, you know, a comedy of errors, all right at the same, right at the same time, where you know they said enough is enough again. Mm-hmm. And something was going on with me where um, I was at a point where it was either I do something or I leave. Right. You know, um, and not intentionally leave, but that was where I was going, you know. And, and uh, I mean, I wouldn't have taken myself out intentionally, but yeah, I guess that's yeah. what we do every time we used and you don't see too many to. old yeah. using addicts unless they started no. real late. No. But it's interesting. I always wonder about the process, you know, and if it is, you know, a brain shift or if it is influence from family or if it is influence from somebody in a program who gets to you or you, you want to emulate or you want to please. I don't know. Yeah, but I've, see I've now I've always been real curious about what is the process. But now with with um with that being said, it took me a whole hell of a long time to want to stay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I went through the thirty days and then I went through however many months. Um and the whole time you're like fighting with yourself. I yeah. Want to go. I don't want to go. Yeah, I, want I, want, to go. Yeah. I don't want to go. Yeah. So I'm grateful for I'm grateful for the. But I think I, I think even with that with that internal fight, I think it was that um, I was afraid of what I was walking into. I knew the uncomfortability of active addiction. I was comfortable within that un- uncomfortability. Right. I had nothing. I had I, I didn't know what uh, what I was walking into or what the next day would bring. All I knew was that I was in Harmony House, and they told me I had to be in by ten o'clock. And if I was in by ten o'clock, I would have a pillow to be able to sleep on. I don't want to sleep in a park anymore, but I didn't know if I didn't not want to use anymore because I didn't know who I I didn't know who I was. Let's put it that yeah, way. I had no clue using- who I was. Yeah. Yeah, I guess using numbs you to all the confusion and yeah. mm-hmm. not being sure who you are and what you want because a lot of people aren't in this world. Yeah. But a miracle occurred and you're here. Yeah, yeah. I'm you're not still here to talk it, about I'm not it. arguing with it today. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I remember going to meetings with my daughter when you know, when we first met you and, and listening to you talk. And you made so much sense. And I think a lot of people listen to you talk, just like you listen to the people when you first went in. Yeah. Well, sort of. 
I'm, I'm sure at first there's some listening and some, eh. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's probably more standoffishness than listening, but something, something happened by listening to what they had to say. Right. And I, I guess it takes a little while to sink in or you look at them yeah. and go, I could maybe do that. And, you know, their lives look pretty good. Yeah, you know, you know, it's funny when you, when you literally take people for what they say. You know, like you mm -hmm. want you want what I have, do what I do. <clears throat> the guy that I asked to be my sponsor had uh, three children, three daughters, who ultimately had, I mean, I don't know how many grandchildren and great grandchildren and great great grandchildren he has now. <laughs> so, if 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 you looked at someone for face value, you want what I have, do what I do, you go like, yeah, I don't think I want kids. But if you have the understanding to be able to get past that, and if you want the serenity that I have, or if you want the 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 um, the peacefulness the, that I saw to in a be lot able of to make it yeah, to be able to make it through the day without having to rely on a on a drink or a drug to um, take you out of whatever it is you're feeling, then do what we do, and that's not not everybody gets that. Right. You know, not everybody gets that. They look at the you know you you want what I have, do what I do. Okay, I just bought brand new sneakers because you did. No, that's that doesn't do anything. Right. You know that's that's physically repairing what's still broken on the inside and and um doing what i do today you know if you want what i have and doing what i do uh i've learned along the way from others this there's no original thought in in uh well, you know, in the human experience, I don't well, think yeah. it's original I mean, thought. I mean, all, all we together. Are we I, mean, are. I mean, there are, the, you know, like like Elon Musk, that's original thought. Yeah. The Tesla, yeah. I mean, but, but maybe somebody thought about it and just didn't act on it. Or well, somebody did. Do it somebody or, did. Yeah. Somebody did. And he took that idea and made it into what he made it into. Amazon, that's, you know, but his thought patterns and processes are the same as everybody else's. Right, right. Yeah. But I think it's, it's, it's being able to cope successfully, peacefully, and even happily with whatever life brings, you know, throws at you because right. we don't know from day to day what's going to happen. No. And if you, you know, if you don't have the tools to handle it appropriately, that's not even the right word to handle it so that you no, don't feel the need to get out of yourself. You know, life is hard. There are a yeah. lot of very difficult, and I did not expect or know that, you know, growing up, my parents, if they had problems, I didn't really see them. You know, they kept them from us. So you know, the funny know. thing is, is you, is you say that, you know, and, and my, my parents uh, were divorced and both remarried again. And I, 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 I don't, remember that ever being a problem or a stumbling block for me. Really? Because you know? for a lot of people it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that wasn't something that, um, I mean, we used to, my, my, my father uh, worked for the phone company 
and they would start drinking at like eight in the morning. Oh lord! Yeah, and um, while they were working or afterward? Oh no, they were just right out there. Yeah, like uh, a friend of his. He he's also uh, since passed away. Which would come pick him up in the in the truck in the bucket truck, and um, they would he would have a cooler of beers ready to. Wow. You know, and my mother, my mother fed him once, and he and he uh, he threw up because he he had so he much ate, beer. Yeah. No, because he ate oh, instead of instead, instead of, drank. of drinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, the, the I don't remember my childhood being um, any any of the reasons why. You know, like I I hear I hear horror stories of. You know, abandoned children. Yes, abandonment, and, fear of yeah, abandonment. That's and, a big one. Trauma. And I never felt that. You know what I mean? I always felt, even though my family was broken um, since 1968 or whatever. I mean, it's probably even earlier than that. Um, I never felt abandoned. I always felt loved by both parents, even though they weren't, you know, laying down in the same room. At, at night anymore and and uh you know so it wasn't anything like that it was it was curiosity and also my my inability to be able to sit still yeah i can you see know? that i yeah. can see that yeah uh, you know both of my kids are add or adhd mm. and you know have issues and i think some of it stems from that i don't know that i've ever met an addict who didn't have that you know, and, and it's funny. Um, well, it's, it, it's not funny. I mean, it's it's uh, a little bit of you know. Um, if you if your child and I don't necessarily know if if you need to be aware of that. If you have a child who is fidgety and and um, you know on the on the ADHD or whatever letters you want to put on it. Um, I think it if bears that's something, watching. Yeah. I, do. I do. Yeah. Not only that, but you're singled out in school. Oh, very much so. And and I think that's kind of hurtful. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a squiggly kid. There are a lot of them. It's Every just, kid's a squiggly kid. Well, I wasn't. I was just a little I wasn't, bit more. I was very still and good. Yeah. But my kids couldn't be that way. They were always in trouble. Talking, yeah. squiggling, you know, running out the door, all that stuff. Well, if you're a squiggly kid... Give us a call, 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. And you can share your stories of hope when Ellen and I return on the Miracles and Recovery Radio Show. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, clinical trials, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and wellness. 
If you or somebody you love is dealing with an addiction to alcohol or drugs, you may be looking for all kinds of answers. Let Recovery Radio with host Zach Crouch be your guide. Zach Crouch will speak with experts and share personal stories of addiction recovery. You'll also learn what's beyond the surface of mental health, root causes of addiction, and more. Most importantly, we'll explore the solutions and treatments to get you back on track. Recovery Radio. New episodes are available every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back. If you or your organization or someone you know would like to be a featured guest on the show, please send an email to Ray at miraclesinrecovery.org and we'll send you an information packet on how to schedule a time for you to be on the show so that we can focus on what you have to bring to the recovery community or to the community at large. And we, uh, we always say we love our, we love our guests. They are, we have a lot of fun talking to people and they, they bring a lot of good information, you know, regarding addiction and just regarding life and how to, how to deal with some of the stuff that we all have to deal with. And we're all dealing with a lot right now, so it, it's very helpful. So if anyone is interested, please let us know. We would love to talk to you. Life on life's terms. You know, you can use that in so many so many different aspects of, uh, you know, I think, that, I think that although we have to walk through a whole lot of despair mm-hmm. when... When you come out on the other side uh, and practice the spiritual principles of a, uh, you know, a 12-step recovery group or uh, something like that, I think we end up having that much more of an advantage than than the quote-unquote normal guy across the street. They don't know how to deal with their anger. They don't know how to deal with, um, you know, the garbage man leaving half of the garbage in the barrel. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, Much less many, many other terrible things that can happen. Perfect case in point. This morning, I woke up, um, went downstairs, let the herd out, and uh, I I was sitting outside looking looking at my emails, and at 5.45, I got an email saying that my... My car insurance was canceled at 
12.01 a.m. Oh, dear. I was like, oh, that's right. It's it's March 1st. <laughs> you forgot to pay? No. Right? So, so I look back. They sent me a reminder. January 25th was yeah. the last time they sent me a reminder. So um, I paid... I paid the the year in full, so it wasn't like I was in the um, progression of every single month paying eighty bucks or whatever right. it is. I paid the whole thousand yeah. eleven hundred dollars or whatever it is. Um, so I called, and uh, the woman said, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're, you're canceled." I went like, "Is there something we can do?" And she was, "Well, I don't know," and she was being like. Like a little goofy, right? Yeah. yeah. But she, but they she want, was. They don't want your business. No, no. She was being. She was just trying to be like a little bit um, kidding, friendly yeah, type. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. And at that point, something in my mind said, "Slam this lady." Yeah. Right. And I went, you know something? No, let me let me pull that back. Right. You know, because at that point, if I bashed her, she goes, "She's not going to help you." Sir, you're screwed. Yeah. You know, you, you didn't make your payment. So um, ultimately, it got squared away. And um, she was just that kind of a flighty type person, right. you know, uh, through the whole conversation. And when I hung up the phone, it was, it was kind of, I, I was kind of like grateful that I didn't, get over anxious with her mm-hmm. you know uh she said let me put you on hold i was on hold for seven minutes oh that would have made me well no i mean i was just sitting there the phone was yeah the that's phone playing was, the music uh, and no no actually it was just, just dead air wow kind of and um she kept coming back you still there yep still there yep still working on it working on it you know so ultimately we got it squared away uh, took a vehicle off the insurance and everything like that, and when I when I hung up and everything was done and my insurance was back in place again, um, and I did I even asked her like why did I why was my last notification in January, especially with all of this crap that's going on right. you know, she said well I, I can't I don't have an answer for that, she said the only answer I have is is that we can reinstate you, so I had to. They read this statement of um, because it was a couple of hours, nothing has happened. I haven't gotten oh, yeah. any accidents. <clears throat> haven't had a wreck. Yeah. yeah, I forget what it was called, but uh, um, so I was grateful that I was able to maintain um, my 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 focus on. Just wanting to make sure I get my insurance and right. not and not, and not getting irritated yeah. and yeah. upset mm-hmm. and you know and there's so many things like that in life that come at us every day all day. But it was the process that I that I put through my mind that Rolodex that's in there now that allowed me to do that. Yeah, to say mm, I'm not going to get upset. Yeah, I'm because, just going to roll with it and because see. I can I can see. Fortunately enough, and sometimes unfortunately enough. I can play the tape in my head like that. Right. From from my tongue to the end. And it doesn't always work out right. Right. So 
fortunately enough, like like with using somebody says you want a beer, boom! I, I run that I run that whole gig right to where I have tubes sticking out of <laughs> out of my nose again. Right, you know, uh, and I, and I, at that point I go no no thank you. So something great has happened that gives me that much more of an advantage than somebody standing with me in Publix. Right. Do you think it's coping skills? Is that the right no, word? No, I, 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 don't, I don't know if it's coping skills or if it's um, um, life's process in the, in the sense of, there were there was a long time and and I still I still find myself sometimes not being able to hold my tongue but there was a long time where I couldn't hold my tongue and there was always a consequence for it today I can I can look through to that consequence and I don't want to pay it so something something in that happened from learning the spiritual principles of a 12-step program you know uh, something happened in there to be able to personally process what is going on with me and first and foremost it was it was because of drugs and alcohol right you know first and foremost i didn't want i you know total abstinence you can't do anything so you have to process yourself to um you see a beer commercial Oh yeah, that looks great. Some people take that and run with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fortunately enough, something was implanted in me that I take it and run with it in my mind to where I'm back in the hospital again. Well, so <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm 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 all set. <laughs> I'm not I'm not running around on a beach with with a corona and and, and a lime in it. No. Right. That doesn't work that way for me. I, I see darkness when I see that. When I, when I try to entice myself into, into that, I see darkness um, because that's where it's going to lead. Right. So I think with all of life's situations, that process happens in me. So you can determine, because I was going to say when you were talking about holding your tongue, mm -hmm. You can flip that over and say maybe that's not always the right thing to do. I'm I'm the one that would always hold my tongue, and I've been told, you know, I'm I'm non-confrontational. I don't like to get into arguments, and maybe people take advantage of me at times because of that. So I think there's a balance there that you must have reached. Well, I, I don't know if it's I don't know if I do it um, consciously. No, I don't think you do. No. But I mean. There, there's some kind of balance there. You know, you're not yeah. going to let somebody run over you either. No, but I don't think. I mean, I don't think anyone should. But uh, no, but but yeah, you know, there are people who will if they think mm -hmm. they can. Oh, of course. There's givers and takers, and there's so many more takers in the world than there are givers. But I, you know, I've heard, and I've heard so many of you guys say, and I don't. It almost sounds like this doesn't apply to you. That I felt different. I felt apart from it, you know, and then I would get higher, I would get drunk and I, I felt normal and I could act normal and, you know, people liked me and I was funny and I was outgoing. And then, you know, 
yeah. without it, I, you know, I, I was just this person that nobody liked. I mean, the only thing that I can, the only thing that I can relate to that, you know, not, you know, because, because I didn't not feel a part of, I didn't not feel, uh, unloved. I did not feel shunned or unwanted, but when I used my clock slowed down, ah, my okay. ticker, the, you know, my, my, um, fidgetiness was gone. So, um, even when they had me on Ritalin in, uh, in high school, if I didn't take it in the morning, I'd, I'd be like wired, you know, just because I couldn't, I couldn't stop myself. You know I mean? My, my knee would be going, my mm -hmm. leg would be going. And with Ritalin, I didn't hear the clock ticking. I didn't hear the pencil, you know, I didn't hear, um, the, the, the pages shuffling, the things, the distractions. I right. didn't hear the distractions. Right. And when I was when I was actively using, all of those distractions were gone as well. Were you able to focus on one thing? <clears throat> no, or? there was no there was no focus. I was on heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out here. Yeah. Um, no. I I, I uh, academically I I couldn't uh, um some people they say you know like uh, musicians they they're all hopped yeah. up on on uh, dope and they, and that's when they, they perform do their the best, best. yeah and, who knows um, but I think that could have something to do with you know stage fright or some form of it could yeah yeah, yeah I mean I, that I would be very daunting yeah. to me to stand up in front of thousands of people and perform something that you know I had written and hope they like it but what if they don't yeah. Yeah, I mean, but but that's not a that's not normal. Um, that's not normal life. They're kind of exceptional people. Right. To be, I yeah. agree. And and they know better than we are. They know they know less yeah. than we are. It's just that they yeah, have a different. Uh, uh, a different. They have a gift. Like when when um, I don't see this microphone anymore. Right. You know what I mean? When we were first starting out, when when it went hot, it was like, uh, yeah, you know, gotta say something. Yeah, yeah, you gotta think. You gotta go. What do I do? What do I say? What do I? And it's not that way anymore. So, with a musician or with someone who is a, um, you know, a. a an educator or something, you know, as a, uh, a writer, performer, yeah, some a sort. speaker or yeah. something like that. That's practiced. Yes. Just like this is, you know, so I think the more you practice, the better you get. And we have the benefit of being able to talk all day long. Right. So it's not, it's not something Actually, it's just trying to keep your thoughts all together and being able to put them out there to to uh, to have them make sense, I guess. But um, I think, like, I, I, I really don't listen that much to music anymore. I listen to a lot of talk-type yeah. radio. And it's only because that helps me 
try to keep my stuff in line. Yeah, you, you learn know, for Monday nights. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. learn what's going on in the world that way. Yeah, which we I guess we all need to know. Although sometimes I don't want to. Yeah, it's been difficult lately. But I just you know I, it's curious to me because you want to kind of try to put every addict in a category you want to my thing was i needed to understand why just why because i didn't you know i thought it was my fault i was a bad mom this is why this happened to my kids and i needed to understand why 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 so i researched it for years and years and years and years and after all of that research and talking to all of these people and you know going to the meetings i still don't know (laughs) yeah and but it's not as important right no, it's not. It's yeah. not because I realize, you know, sometimes you just have to accept reality and yeah. accept what is what is in front of you, which I did not want to do. This can't be happening to me. Mm-hmm. This cannot be happening to my family. This is not supposed to happen. Um, but but it is. So here we go. Yeah. Well, yeah. so, yeah. you know, instead of saying, why me? Say, why not me? I'm not yeah. special. It can happen to anyone. The one thing I did learn is you know, there, it breaks all barriers. It can happen to anyone. Oh yeah. And you don't know who it's going to be and you don't know why. Can happen to everyone. Right. Everyone is susceptible to. Everyone is. I think there are certain people that are, that are going to, you know, take it and do like, like you did, like my daughter did. And just, you know, it becomes your entire life and it turns you into, you know, doing criminal activity and all of the things that people don't understand and and that puts you in the position of being judged unfairly by society as a whole, sometimes for the rest of your life. You know, you're going to bear the shame. You've got this burden you're dragging behind you of the stuff you did when you were getting high. And now you're trying to be, you know, a good citizen and people don't believe you. And it takes time. It takes a lot of time to get past that for some people. Yeah. Um, You know, the, the, the thing... There are people that are born with black hearts. Yes. You know, um, and there are people that are um, capitalized on deviant behavior. What, the majority of people that I used with, the community that I grew up in, we weren't, for lack of a better word, dirty people. We weren't. We weren't bad people. We were good kids that made bad decisions. Right. Um, and a lot of them paid paid with jail time. A lot of them paid with death. Fortunately enough, I was able to, I'm able to be sitting here 32 years clean, you know, and, and um, some of my friends got clean before me, but they can't share their time because they're not around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you are definitely a miracle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely a miracle. Every day. A lot of you guys and a lot of you guys don't make it. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's... More than not. Yes. You know, like they say, um, if if any 12-step program was made for people that need it, we wouldn't have room. Yeah, it's true. We all need it. Yeah. Yeah, because the the guy across the street that's that's barking at the... uh, the garbage man because he didn't put the barrel up right he needs it (laughs) he needs something he needs some kind of spiritual uh intervention yes he does you know that's sad yeah that's reality and a barrel's a garbage can right 
What's that? A barrel is a garbage can, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Why, why, what did I say? You called it a barrel. Oh, well, that's what it is. <laughs> it's a Massachusetts thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm just teasing. I remember reading about it one time that y'all called them barrels. Yeah. Yeah. We, do, we, use, a, we use some words that uh, we don't let anybody else share. Hmm? I think we're going to break. That we are. <laughs> <laughs> we will be back in a moment. And the number is 866-472-5792. That just knocked my train of thought out of <laughs> When Ellen and I return on the Miracles in Recovery radio show. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Can you truly expand your possibilities beyond what your normal capabilities are? It's very possible when you can know more, do more, and be more. Tune in each week to Shift Happens with host Karin Weary and co-host Ida Serena Lee. The world is waiting for you to show off your unique gifts. It starts with healing yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Once the scars of our past are gone, we can truly begin to shine. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice of America Health and Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And we are back. March 1st. Segment 3. Segment 3. Crazy. March 1st already. Like, yeah, we're, what, a year into COVID now? Uh, wasn't it February that it, they well, I think first they started, started getting the yeah, little rumblings? Oh, March 23rd was when, um, only because I know because because I was selling my house in Massachusetts, that March 23rd, Massachusetts shut down their, um, all their local government offices on March 23rd at, at uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. So... That was probably the start of so we're, we're right, right around that time. So we're all of the yeah, we're close to uh, living in. yeah. I you know and, I really wonder how that's been affecting. You know. 
I saw this. I saw this thing, and and I mean, you know, you can only believe half of what you see on on social media. But there was a a guy and a girl. They were flying somewhere, and they had a little two year old. The little two year old wouldn't put their mask. Wouldn't put yeah. her mask on. So the father was holding the baby's mask on on her, uh-huh. and the guy came out and said, "Sir, I, you know the." They're getting ready to shut the door. Right. Everybody's on the plane to get ready to shut the door. A guy comes up and says, sir, um, we need to ask you to leave. He's like, well, like, why? Well, your baby's not wearing a mask. Oh, please. Right? I'm so tired of that. So uh, they ultimately takes all this stuff off the plane. Um, not his bags or anything like that because they're underneath. No, oh, so they took and the, the babies And the baby seat is underneath. Oh, wow. So um, his wife says, well, we were on a. We were on from say Philly to DC. They said it was five years or, or older. Oh, so they now, changed the age. No, the same airline. Same right. airline. I mean, the- it was this guy. Okay. This guy. <clears throat> they they've been barred from United Airlines for life. Really? Because their daughter wouldn't put a mask on. That's just wrong. or until or until United welcomes them back. I'd be flying something else. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I don't think I've ever flown on United, and I've flown a lot in my yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and yeah. it's it's all about. We went to um, we went to eat Christmas dinner in Orlando um, at a at a. Uh, Steakhouse, right across the street was um, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah. Right. So we went over to Ripley's Believe It or Not. Um, there were six adults, Amaya and Callie. Now Amaya, Amaya has no problem throwing on a mask. She's five. Yeah. She gets it. Right. Thinks it's stupid, but she gets it. Callie, of course, absolutely not. Nope. She's two. She's two. They wouldn't let us in. Oh, really? And it was it wasn't because of the place's policy. It was because of the knucklehead that we were dealing right. with, you know. So, I, I I just wish that this would go away. I um, mean, fortunately yeah. enough, we live we live in a state where our governor um, he's let us be as open as he possibly yeah, can. He and, really has, and he, I think he trusts our judgment as well. At this this. Uh, I walked into um, Publix the other day, and I had my my mask on my wrist. Right. And I got like I don't know how deep in, and I looked and I went, "These morons have masks on." <laughs> right. And then I went, "Oh, that I'm supposed to." Right. You forget. But it, but I looked around and there were a lot of people who didn't. I haven't seen that yet. No. No. I always see, and some people are double masking now because somebody yeah. came out with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. You I don't know, either. like it's just, it's very difficult. I'm sure, you know, if you're in the throes mm-hmm. of, of addiction, it's even worse. I can't even begin to imagine if you're looking they're for help. They're not wearing masks. No. no, they're not wearing masks. And if you're looking for help, it must be difficult to find because how is, you know, how are you going to go somewhere when they can't take patients because mm-hmm. they might have COVID and you have to quarantine for two weeks? And you know, it's just, it's insane. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, I read somewhere recently that they were talking about how many overdose deaths we've had this year, and there are a record number, and no one's talking about it right now because that's not the, you know, for a while it was the topic of conversation. Or teenage it's suicide. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, you know, a lot of terrible things are going on, and they're being overlooked and just so that we can talk about COVID. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Which has been a, a cash cow for a lot of places, including hospitals. Yeah. Big time. Big time. And, you know, now you can call your doctor and they can charge you the same amount and just say, okay, how you feeling? Yeah. Did, did you take your blood pressure today? Yeah. <laughs> how much did you weigh this yeah. morning? Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you. Well, you know, the, at least I had, um, I, when, um, last time I went to the, to my heart doctor, last two times it was in person but there were there was one time where i did it through um teledoc or something yeah whatever whatever i know it was just he called he uh facetimed me yeah um and it was weird because he was even saying this is so strange yeah you know my doctor uses google duo google duo it's a google thing where it's like facetime but with Google. Yeah. And he's like, this is so strange that I can't, that, you know what I mean? A, a, a doctor's uh, um, lifeblood is interaction right. with, their, with their clients or their, or their patients. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's been some, there have been some shady things that have gone on with that too. Really shady things. You know, my mother's doctor, for one thing. Uh-huh. Well, he called me. Hi, Ellen. How's your mom? Um, and he charged you. Yeah, he and do you have a current copy of her insurance card? And he charged $320 for that call. Wow. And it was unsolicited. I didn't ask him to call me. <laughs> and there were several other calls to my brothers that were also charged for. Wow. The, the brother yeah. that's in charge of her financial situation is looking at this. He had a fit. Yeah, and call the guy and said, "You better stop." But that's the kind of stuff that can go on. Now, what? Um, um, but that's billed to insurance or to. Uh, it's billed to Medicare. Yeah. But the copay went to him, and that's how he found uh, out what was okay. going on. Yeah, and I yeah, said, yeah, yeah. "Wow, I cannot believe." It. I thought he was just, you know, caring. yeah, concerned. Yeah. yeah, how's she doing? That's 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 yeah. I mean, and he's not really her doctor anymore because she's in hospice. So there's a hospice doctor that's now her primary care. Yeah. So I truly thought he was just concerned and, you know, calling to find out how she was. And then, oh, by the way, I need the insurance card. Okay, fine. But to charge for that? No, I know. What a weasel. He was probably sitting at home. Yeah, well, at, I think there are quite a few he, of them doing that. He was probably at the beach. Well, no, he was probably in his office. He's busy. I mean, that place, you know, they were treating patients in their cars the last time I took her over there. What do you mean? Well, you can't go inside. It's COVID. So they would come out and say a few words and, you know, maybe take a blood pressure if they could reach in. And that was about it. Crazy, right? That's what what medicine's gotten to. Well, that's the world we live in right now. And I don't like it a bit. Yeah. I Yeah. I want things to be normal again, if that'll ever happen. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. It's every time it seems like we're getting to, uh, you know, the end of the tunnel. They they, they find a way to yeah. drag it throw back a in. swerve. Yeah, 
Well, I just, you know, I, I would like to do volunteer work, but there's nowhere to volunteer right now because they don't want to, you know, they yeah. want people to be around <clears throat> each other. Yeah. That's, it's all very difficult. And I can only imagine, you know, if you're in a place where you're very unhappy, mm -hmm. I'm sure that, you know, hey, I'll have a drink because why not? Yeah, I bet I you alcohol sales. Are, oh, I bet yeah. you alcohol sales are through the roof. They are actually <clears throat> yeah. record, and and alcohol was you know the ABC stores or whatever you call yeah. the liquor stores were considered essential businesses during mm -hmm. shutdowns, <laughs> and I guess they were because an alcoholic can't just stop if they've been drinking a long time. They'll go into DTs and it can kill them. Oh yeah, no, very much so, very much so. That that's why, you know, which is which is totally crazy. Where they would shut down. Restaurants, a restaurant, a laundromat, but the alcohol store yeah, is still open. Of course, that's well. I mean, they are essential at that point because, like you said, how many people was that flopping around? Yeah, exactly. Well, I also heard, especially during lockdown, that the police were out following people who were on the road at night because why? You know, you're supposed mm. to be staying home, and they were finding a lot of drunks in their cars who I guess had been to their friends' houses and were drinking and then went home or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That way to create business for them, too. Yeah. I think that I think we've um, we've kind of gotten back to a little bit of normalcy. I mean, yeah, the masks and and the awarenesses and stuff like that, but we can at least go out to eat. Yeah. You know, and we can it's at least. It's still hard to go to church and find one that doesn't make you wear a mask. Because well, I there went, are so many you know, people that are still into the mask stuff. I went uh, Sunday and um, I left I left my mask on during the, you know, during the whole mass. But that was the first week that I, that I did that. And the reason why is I get in and I look to see if yeah. somebody, if somebody didn't have a mask on, mine was coming right, right off. And uh, I don't know if they had said, hey, uh, leave them on. Right. And I didn't hear them, but. Um, well, they don't want you to sing all that because it'll spew the virus. Yeah. Well, it's but, supposedly I mean, a church choir. But have you seen the, the video of the guy outside in the cold with the mask on and the, and the, and the, and all the stuff is still blowing out yeah, anyway? Yeah. 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 But it's you know anything that that you're accustomed to doing, and the social interaction even in offices is is kind of done for, and I think it's hurting a lot of people. In my company, they're even giving us little pep talks and teaching us how to meditate and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, just you know so yeah, because you, you go because crazy. Because people are going crazy. You know, at least yeah. I don't have little kids at home. I don't know what I would do if I had to work and take care of kids and try to make sure they were doing their schoolwork online. That's just insane. I I, I hope. The whole thing is insane. The whole the thing better. is insane. And with that. With miracles in recovery, hope is in your corner. And we need a whole lot of hope right now. Yes, we do. Good night, everybody. Stay blessed. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.